This is your wake-up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club. The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother... Being a- Good morning, Angela E. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Yes, and it's colder than Donald Trump's heart on Cinco de Mayo, damn it. Yes, it is cold out there. Our God is freezing outside. It was a lot worse yesterday. Mother Nature don't care nothing about you. Let me tell you, I was in New Orleans over the weekend. Shout out to Larry Murrow. We do our birthday party every year. It's my last birthday celebration. Um, And I landed here yesterday. It was so cold. I went home. I didn't leave my house again. I was like, I can't go back outside. It's too cold. My house was cold. I will say the weatherman, uh, the weatherman called our bluff. I mean, I know that we're talking to a whole lot of people around the country, but here in New York, New Jersey, it was supposed to be a big winter storm. Winter storm Harper, I think it was called. And I know it affected the East Coast. Very but cold. It didn't. The, the snow didn't happen the way they say it was supposed to happen. Like I was in LA on Friday hosting the iHeartRadio iHeartRadio podcast awards, mm-hmm. and all the flights got canceled the next day. So I'm thinking it's about to be bad. Right. Didn't no, happen. Nothing. No. <laughs> nothing. Took, I, I, I took, re- took a private jet home for nothing. I, I seen you on a private jet. I drop on a, you didn't see me. But I, I, see, me. I seen the pictures of you on the jet. Who took pictures of us on the jet? How else would I know you was on the jet? Nigga, I, guess. I, didn't, I didn't post no pictures. I, I didn't don't say do you that. posted. I oh. said I seen videos and oh. with you on the jet. Well, drop on the clues bombs for Bob. I seen Pittman. you making everybody food on the jet. No, I was making myself breakfast. No, <laughs> I wasn't making nobody else breakfast. But salute to Bob Pittman. That, listen, we have a great, great uh, uh, boss here at iHeart. Yes, we do. Radio. Shout out to okay. Bob Pittman. Shout he out actually, to. Uh, he really cares about his talent. He does. You know. Yes. Shout out to Tom Pullman. Shout out to uh, Thea. I was yes. out in South Africa. Shout to uh, everybody out in Johannesburg. I went to Johannesburg. I had a, a show in Johannesburg, and then uh, we went to Durham. And uh, you guys are international. We had I had an amazing time. This is probably my eighth time in South Africa. I love, I it. love it so much. I had such an amazing time. Shout to everybody out there. I mean, the food is amazing. I, I, I went to the nightlife. I went to I went everywhere, all over the place. So shout Listen. to everybody. If you if you ever get a chance to go to South Africa. You need to go. You need to visit. You need to go to see everything from where Nelson Mandela grew up, where he was raised, where he lived, the Apartheid Museum. I had such an amazing time, and I love it. I go every every chance I can go, I go. I, I really enjoy it. As soon as they open up an iHeart Africa, I'm out. <laughs> I heart Africa. I am moving nice. abroad. Okay. Oh, and I went to the Saints game. That was sad. Yeah, and you, I was in New Orleans. I went to the game. And uh, it started off very raucous, loud. It was incredible. And then things got a little uh, downhill from there. You think? Yeah, it was pretty bad for them. It was so sad walking out. I felt like I was leaving a the funeral. They got robbed, though. I they, mean, they it's, it's, it's a lot they of times you can watch, you know, football games they and say that was robbed. the wrong call. That was absolutely a bad call. Yeah, I don't even understand it because, I mean. I mean, it wasn't a bad call. Was a no there call. was no call. Yeah, it yeah. was no call. But yeah. everybody seen it. It wasn't like it was a, t- a tough decision. That's crazy. Or maybe a 50-50. No, it was passing the parents. Well, you know, Los Angeles. Okay, New England, Super Bowl. Yeah. You got to move on now. We got to right, Sorry, move New on. Orleans. You got to move on. Damn We've it. moved on. February 3rd, we already Damn. think about what we're going to eat on Super Bowl Sunday. The snacks, all of that good stuff. 
Sorry. Damn. You know, we didn't need all y'all people from New Orleans coming in Atlanta messing up the city any day. That was a quick drive, too. All right, exactly. That wasn't going to be that far. Ain't got time for four or five hours. Incredible Super Bowl. Party promoters mad as hell right now. Are people from L.A. going to travel? They still going to get it. They yeah, still gonna get it. Go to Super Bowl Sunday. Absolutely. They still going to get it. They would have got it a little more. They would have got a little more if New Orleans would have gotten right. there. But yes, they still going to get it. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this best kept secret who announced that they are going to be running for president in 2020. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's let's happening? get some front page news. Now, Sunday, all right, the Rams beat the Saints 26-23, and the Patriots beat the Chiefs 37-31. to Did anybody something. see the fight in here? Hmm? The fight? Yeah, of course hey, I watched the fight. Of course I watched Pacquiao, Brona. Um, but who cares? Listen, I want to drop one of clues bombs for Tom Brady. Okay, I am a Dallas Cowboy fan, but the New England Patriots are by far the greatest dynasty I've ever seen in sports. Absolutely. And I'm, I grew up in the era of the Chicago Bulls, Okay. But, but the degree of difficulty in yes. football to go to nine Super Bowls mm-hmm. and win five, like Jesus Christ! I want man. some money. And over he's forty-one. How old is Tom Brady? Forty, forty-one. Forty-one or forty-two? Forty-one yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We we watching something different that we not even appreciating now. But that would be like something we talk about 20, 30 years from now. Remember that? You remember when Tom Brady? Mm. Like we that's this is this is rare to see somebody uh, have this level of excellence in any field. And if he didn't see the fight, Pacquiao beat Adrian Broner. I mean, and if you thought otherwise, then you just don't watch boxing. Adrian Broner didn't believe now, that. I rooted for Adrian Broner. I ru- I was rooting for him, but I knew he wasn't going to win the fight. Would you have bet on him? Absolutely not. No. No way. Yeah. All right. I, I bet on Pacquiao and won some money. But anyway, what are we talking about, E? Uh, Senator Kamala Harris has announced that she is running for president in okay. 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, she did release a statement, and she appeared on ABC's Good Morning America. Here's what she said. Truth, justice, decency, equality. Freedom, democracy, these aren't just words. They're the values we as Americans cherish, and they're all on the line now. The future of our country depends on you and millions of others lifting our voices to fight for our American values. That's why I'm running for president of the United States. Well, you know what? Uh, When Kamala Harris was here last year, uh, she said that she was going to announce if she decided to run, she was going to announce her presidency here on The Breakfast Club. So well, she's we already have, not keeping promises. We actually have that clip, if you want to hear it. Oh, okay. Here she is on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Criminal justice policy, we have been offered a false choice. You know, the public health model tells us, if you want to deal with a health epidemic, smartest, most effective, and cheapest way to deal with it is prevention first. If you're dealing with it in the emergency room or the prison system, it's too late and it's too expensive. Let's be smart in knowing that if we really want to have public safety, let's prevent crime from happening in the first place, which means focusing on communities that we know need more economic support, need more pathways to economic health and success, doing what we need to do to recognize that there's a direct connection between public education and public safety. Well, that, that wasn't a clip. Yeah, that was I'm, I'm sure you But that was her on The Breakfast Club. Yes, that was her on The Breakfast Club. I wasn't yes. here that day, so what no. else did she say? She said she'll announce it here, but... That didn't happen. That didn't happen. So she's already not keeping promises. But I'm glad that uh, she's <laughs> running in 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know they're giving her so much hell for her um her her criminal her criminal justice record. They're giving her a lot of hell for that. Yeah. But I've I've always liked like her back on track program that pioneered job training for nonviolent first time offenders. It diverted people who were largely arrested for crack offenses into jobs and substance abuse treatments and intern uh, apprenticeship programs. We so, talked about that. Yeah. We talked about her uh, legalizing weed. She said she wants to decriminalize marijuana. Mm-hmm. Oh, we actually have her talking about that on The Breakfast Club. We need to decriminalize marijuana. Mm -hmm. 
we have a problem with mass incarceration in our country. And let's be clear, the war on drugs was a failed war. It, it was misdirected. Now more people are understanding it when we talk about the opioid epidemic, mm-hmm. that when you're talking about substance abuse, that's a public health matter. That should not be thought of as a criminal justice matter. And, and so what we need to do is recognize that we have to get people into treatment where that is appropriate. But as it relates to incarcerating people for marijuana, I think it, 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 it is long overdue that we recognize we need to change the system. Yeah, man. I mean, she enacted the first statewide implicit bias in a procedural justice training in the country, made our offices wear body cameras. She started patent and practice investigations into discriminatory actions. You know, I don't know. A lot of people, I see people ju- uh, questioning her criminal justice record, but I still think that she has a lot of uh, progressive plans for criminal justice reform moving forward. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and she's been uh, very active. I love the things that she's done when she's questioning people. Oh, you yeah. get to see her get people stuck. But I'm sure she'll be great at speaking for herself. Anybody who's running for president, as you know, is going to come under fire. Kamala is a worthy, worthy candidate. Like, I want to see who else is running, but, you know, I've been, uh, I've been hoping Kamala throws her hat mm-hmm. in the ring for a while now. Yeah, other than she going to Howard University, I love her. All right. Well, that is your front page news. <laughs> All right. <Petty> as hell. <laughs> All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad weekend or bad morning or whatever it may be. Call us up right now. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Jazz calling from Chicago. Hey, Jess, good morning. Get it off your chest. She said okay, Jazz. Well, first of all, no, she said Jess. I want to drop oh. one of Cruise Bombs for Uncle Charla for what? finally taking out that intro proclaiming to be the ruler of rubbing people the wrong way. It took too long in this day and age of the Me Too movement. And secondly, Uncle Charles, I have a question for you. Wait, wait, first of all, that has nothing to do with anything sexual when I say I rub you the wrong he way. definitely I rubs say me the I wrong way. I say I'm the prince of pissing the people time. off. The prince of pissing people off, ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. When he passes me, he rubs me the wrong way all the time. Go ahead, Jess. It was metaphorical. He didn't you. literally and touch anyone. Uncle Charles, how do you sit down with Kanye West and not ask him the one question that the hip-hop community wants to know? What's that? What's the question? Did Amber Rose in his booty? Oh my God! That's what hip hop wanted. Well, to he know. didn't want to rub him the wrong way. Yeah, so. We want- <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, first of all, this is why it's good to uh, be a media personality for a long time. If you go back and you watch Kanye West's second Breakfast Club interview, we definitely asked him about getting fingers in the booty. Okay, well, I'm going to go back and watch that. Yes. And also, Angel Lee, I saw that video of Bush, Dylan and Betty. That would be on TV. We need ahead. that animal off the street. We need that thug off the street. I hope you press charges. Okay, let's get into it. What dog? What happened? What I miss? What happened? You don't even know what she's talking about. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. No. Let's get into it. She better see like something happened to something you. Something happened to you, yeah. I don't know. It has nothing to do. Nobody rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> she called you uncle. Not even auntie. She confused. Christian! What's going on, Envy? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, man. I'm calling because I really never knew how difficult it was to just give away money. That's not that you difficult. Well, well, this is the part where y'all be like... What are y'all trying to give away? Okay, you're not going to say that, but I'll say it for you. <laughs> my friends and I... <laughs> no, my friends I ain't even hear what you say. Once you started talking about giving away money, I blacked out. <laughs> no, nah, but my friends and I, we're a group of Hampton alumni, um, group of young men that came together to form a, a foundation, mm-hmm. com, and we're um, giving away a scholarship to a graduating high school senior male 
who is going to attend the HBCU. That's dope. So if anybody out there is looking to um, get a scholarship, graduate high school, senior male, look up the SV as in Victor, G as in God, S. Foundation.com.org. Oh, and, and so, you, so, so you're you, trying to give away money and nobody, nobody wants, wants that money. It, is what Correct. you're saying. Exactly. We're, we're just trying to get the word out that we're giving away money and um, we, we need applicants. We got a lot of money to give away. We did a, um, a Cap City Christmas party, raised over $20,000. Um, we, we got money to give away. We just need applicants. Y'all so got social media? Apple, yes, sir. SBGS Foundation on Instagram. Are y'all posting the flyer, letting people know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, indeed. Oh, okay. Well, and, keep... and this is another tactic to the marketing scheme coming on the hottest morning show in the world. All right. Well, All right, I'm bro. pretty sure you'll be able to give away money after this. Well, at least, right, you know, you, at least you know who the hottest morning show in the world is. God damn it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, Big Chocolate the Toe Sucker. How we doing, right, gang? Right. Good morning. What's up, Big Chocolate the Toe Sucker? All right. So uh, you're here talking about football. The football games, you hear a famous rock song, We Will Rock You, right? Correct. So I got a version of that, and this goes out to the white guy in the studio, your camera guy with the flat butt, right? Check it out. I am a what? black man. You are a white man. I'm going to show you how to eat soul food. One day I got collard greens on my face. What a great taste. I will, I will show you how to eat soul food. Yo, man. Camera, man. Why do you wake up in the morning thinking What's like this? Man, do you, why? Do you, do you smoke before you like like call us? Something or like, creative and funny. All right, if you say so. Right? If you say so. Uh, All right, man. All right, take care. Corny. All righty. <laughs> right. We're snack men when you need them. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? This is your boy, Big L. They call me Lawrence. I'm from North Carolina. What's up, Big L, a.k.a. Uh, Lawrence from North Carolina? What's up? That's, that's right, man. It's my birthday today, man. I just turned 24. Happy oh, birthday, happy birthday. birthday oh. Big Lawrence. Uh, thanks, ye. Oh, my gosh. I've been a fan since day one, y'all. Everyone, When everyone thought I was crazy from listening to y'all's show, but now everyone's on y'all's yeah. show now. Everyone send me clips and everything. I'm like, yeah, I've been on breakfast. First of all, nobody one. ever thought you yeah, was crazy for listening crazy. to us, sir. Okay? Who are these haters? Everyone thought I was crazy, man, but every time I try to pull up on Breakfast Club, it's like, oh, here we go. But, I mean, now everyone's on it. Right. Well, well, you were a trendsetter. There you go. We appreciate right. your but support. Also, also, I want to also I want to shout out to Logic. It's his, it's his birthday too. So Logic, who? The rapper. Logic, the rapper, man. I know how you feel about Logic, but man. He's a really great guy, man. What do you mean? How I feel about Logic? I don't have no feelings about Logic. You said you, you know, don't like him. Why you like didn't like know who he was? I don't dislike Logic's music. I just don't listen to Logic's music. Okay. Okay. That's cool. And another thing too, Envy. Anderson Pack, man, he's a musical legend, man. Legend, man, y'all got to give him more respect when he Ooh. comes back up there on the breakfast. Anderson Pack, Anderson Pack, we gave him a whole lot of respect. I like, I like he Anderson Pack, man. He, I mean, it, the interview was kind of weird, man. Even the second one, y'all like y'all didn't really know him. Like, I wasn't even here. I he wasn't, wasn't even here. here the second so one. shut up. You but yeah, we definitely up showed him a lot of love. But thank you, though. The, the only good thing you said about him was either he was going to be a legend or become crazy. That was the only thing good and funny about the interview. Who? I wasn't even here. <laughs> he came up with that question in his mind. I wasn't even here for when Anderson Pack came. This last year. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, what's up? This is Top Choice out of Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Duval County, baby. Duval! What's happening? Hey. Yeah, man, I just want to get off my chest, man. Top Point put a lien against my account for $21.67 right before Christmas, and they're just not taking it off. Well, you should have had that $21.67 then. Listen, it wasn't me. My job, they ain't paid the damn people like they're supposed to. They ain't uh -huh. paid the who? The people? 
Oh, so you, you said your job didn't pay child support for you. Yeah. All right, you fool around and go to jail for $21.67 if you want to. Yeah, you bugging. Hey, listen, I was mad as hell last night. I was mad as hell. Like, that had my own account. Like, I was like, damn, I got to get my money back. We back, baby. We back. Yeah, you back in the you back in the black now. Mm-hmm. You ain't in the hey, red listen, no more. Right. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm back good now. I appreciate y'all. I finally got through. I've been calling for, like, months. I definitely want to say, hello, you know, hello to uh, Angela Yee. Hey. DJ Envy, man. Let the people choose what they going to meet, man. <laughs> All right, bro. He definitely not doing that, sir. I know. I know. I'm going to still keep listening, though. I love y'all, man. We love you back. All right. Thank you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we are going to talk about a couple who renewed their vows over the weekend. Also, Ariana Grande. She's being accused of copying songs for her new single, Seven Rings. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, this is literally just in, according to French officials, Chris Brown and two other people are in custody. That's because a woman filed a rape allegation in northwest Paris. Now, according to the woman, she alleges that she was raped at Chris Brown's hotel suite on the night of January 15th. According to police, one of the others being held is Chris Brown's bodyguard. Yikes. According to Mm. the report, the woman says that she followed the singer to his hotel room where the incident allegedly occurred. So we will keep you updated. But right now, he is still in custody as they investigate. And people are going to probably believe it because of his past. I can see social media now. He has a history of violence against women. Mm -hmm. So they're probably already going in on him. All right, well, we'll keep you updated on what's going on with Chris Brown in Paris. Mm. Now, Waka Flocka and Tammy Rivera, they renewed their vows in Mexico over the weekend. So congratulations to them. Now, Tammy Rivera told People Magazine, I told Waka that if we made it five years, I wanted my dream wedding. Today, my dream has come true. I'm marrying my best friend and soulmate all over again. When God made Waka, he wrote my name beside his. Now, Waka Flocka said, eight years ago, I remember chasing Tammy down, grabbing her by the arm. I had to keep her purse so she wouldn't leave me. And I knew then that she would forever be mine. Listen, if you're, well, six, foot, if you're six foot six with dreadlocks, you can't be running up behind women taking their purse. <laughs> you're talking about don't leave me <laughs> unless you're going to be Well, mine. it worked in this okay. particular situation. It worked. It did work, yes. Now, both of them what are in marriage. Now? They're both on marriage boot camp hip hop edition, by the way, ironing out whatever issues they have. As you know, that's been filmed already because Soulja Boy was up here talking about that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of these things played out before they got married or, over the weekend. Or drop on the clues bombs for the flockers. I love black love. It's a beautiful thing. All right, Ariana Grande, her new song, Seven Rings. A lot of people are talking about it, and it's not all positive. It's supposed to be a women's empowerment song, but the issues are with other artists. Now, Princess Nokia had this to say about uh, she believes that Ariana Grande stole her lyrics and flow. Oh. Oh. Do that sound familiar to you? Cause that sound really familiar to me. Oh my god. Does that sound familiar? Sound more like Soldier Boys. All right, well, Soldier Boy, of course, has also said that Ariana Grande stole his swag from Pretty Boy Swag for the song Seven Rings. Here's what he said. Sweat, sweat. All 
The girls are on me. Sway. Yep, just another <laughs> Ariana Grande, just another lost soul who needs to pay homage to their OG Soldier Boy. Yes, Soldier Boy started <laughs> tweeting under, well, posting under her Instagram page, uh, calling her a thief. He said, LOL, stop stealing my swag word. Well, nothing new. White artists been Give stealing. Give me my from, credit, period. Oh, white artists been stealing from black artists since the beginning of time. That's what they do. That's what the whole movie Get Out was about. White people stealing black people's essence. Everybody wants to be an N-word, but nobody wants to be an N-word. Now, 2 Chains also commented. They stole from 2 Chains too? The music video, the visuals were very similar to his own music video. Video, his door swing and music video. Both of them have hot pink trap houses. He said, trying to figure out if I should big Draco at Ariana Grande. Y'all tell me in the comments. And that's when he posted that. Well, the only difference between, uh, you know, white people stealing from black people now is social media. Because now the black artists can call them out in real time. All right, so we'll keep you updated because now there's some back and forth that's been happening on social media, which led to Ariana Grande having to apologize because she's also being accused of appropriating she apologized for it, though? Yeah. So she did steal it. No, not for that. Oh. For some other comments that were made about um, her having a weave. She said, you like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. White women talking about their weaves is how we're going to solve racism. Now, obviously, that was very insensitive because clearly that's not uh, all the backlash mm -hmm. is about when people steal our culture. And Ariana Grande said, hi, I think her intention was to be like, yay, a white person disassociating the negative stereotype that is paired with the word weave. However, I'm so sorry if my response was out of pocket or if it came across the wrong way. Thanks for opening the conversation. There's a negative stereotype paired with the word weave? People be acting like there's a problem with women having weaves, black women in particular. Oh, there's Really? All the time. People be like, oh, why would you have a... You saw the issue with Meek Mill talking about that. Yeah, but the, that was lace fronts, though. That's lace understandable. Fronts. But we very, we, women... Men can't really weave. comment on women's hair, period. That's, but they that's do. very true. And people don't understand it's a protective hairstyle at times. It's not just because I want to have this Malaysian type of hair. I don't I don't think we... Nobody got a problem with weave. They do. A lot of guys will be like, I don't mess with girls with weaves. Well, All the time. I can't even tell anyone who has weaves. I can't tell who has weaves and who you doesn't have weaves You can tell when you touch anymore. someone's head. You don't mess with girls if you don't mess with girls who got weaves. People will try to say that, though. And lace fronts do look suspicious. So I can understand me being What do you mean it looks suspicious? It's a little suspicious. All right. Now, Wendy Williams has been hospitalized, and she has delayed her show yet again for the third time. She won't be returning anytime soon. She's now been hospitalized for complications from her Graves' disease. Uh, previously, we talked about how she fractured her shoulder. She's been on the mend. Well, now, according to a statement, she's experienced complications regarding her Graves' disease that will require treatment. She will be under the strict supervision of her physicians, and as part of her care, there will be significant time spent in the hospital. So, Is the show on? It's going to be running with other people, not her. Did it start yet or still Hosting. hasn't started yet? Uh, they're going to air repeat episodes the week of January 21st, and then uh, they're going to have original episodes with a variety of hosts starting next week. Well, prayers up for Wendy. You know, I wish her the best. I don't think she's being honest about what's really going on going on in her life. Well, she does have Graves' disease, though, right? That's true. And that could ultimately, you know, that could ultimately ruin you, though, when people find out the truth because the truth always reveals itself. But what's I, the truth? I wish her the best. I don't know what the truth is, but I'm just saying I just don't, I personally don't feel like she's being honest. That's just my opinion. Okay. But I'm going to tell you something. You know who needs their own daytime TV show? Who? Oh. Angie Martinez. I was uh, watching Angie Martinez yeah, on Page Pay 6 TV yep. yesterday. Mm -hmm. The fact that Angie Martinez isn't doing her own daytime TV show is crazy to me. That's who needs like to have coming. their own show. It's, it's got to be coming, right? I hope like, so. Like, you got to see that for Angie Martinez. Like, I'm, I'm watching her on page six. Like, Angie should be on daytime television. Like, right now. All right. Drop well. one of Clues Bombs for Angie Martinez. One of you TV companies and networks and production companies do the right thing. And she's hosting all week on page six TV, too, it's so you can catch all week. Hopefully she'll announce that news here. Incredible.
All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, we got front page news next. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about the 2020 elections, find out who's running. We're excited. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Got to turn our microphones on, rookie. <laughs> it's on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the Rams beat the Saints 26-23, and the Patriots beat the Chiefs 37-31. We say that so nonchalantly. Both in overtime. The New England Patriots are going to their ninth Super Bowl. Yes, they are. With Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Okay, mm-hmm. drop on the clues bomb for Tom Brady. Greatest quarterback of all time. Probably greatest football player of all time. And we're not going to appreciate watching Tom Brady until he's long gone. Mm-hmm. Okay? And also, uh, Pacquiao beat Adrian Broner over the weekend. Okay, no surprises there. All right, now what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about this video that was circulating over the weekend. When I first saw it, I was very upset and angry. It shows white high school students. They're from Covington Catholic High School in Kentucky. And they are mocking a Native American elder. He's playing the drums, and it looks like the students are surrounding him and basically just being disgusting and rude. Well, now they've released another video showing what happened prior to these high school students and what was going on was there were some Hebrew Israelites that were shouting racist, according to the news, right? Members of the Hebrew Israelites were shouting at the participants um, of the kids rally. The kids were coming from another rally called March for Life. So they were going back to the buses, to their meeting space. But then there was also another uh, march going on at the same time for indigenous people. So here's what happened. That's make America great again. A bunch of child molesting you got all these dirty ass crackers behind you right. with a red, with a red Make America Great hat again on, and your coon ass, you wanna fight your brother. A bunch of in- incest babies. A bunch of babies made out of incest. So it's the black Israelites' fault. Well, they they started talking to these students. Okay. That's what happened prior to the video that we saw where they were confronting the Native American elder. Well, I heard they didn't really confront the Native American elder. I heard the Native American elder walked over he started playing to them the drums, to kind of keep the peace. He was trying to play the drums and do this whole peace uh, drumming. And to keep the peace between the black Israelites and the white people. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And so the video that you see, it looks like they're taunting the Native American elder when really uh, his name is Nathan Phillips. He was there just trying to spread some love. That's what I, and let's be clear. You know, I know people were saying that those uh those 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 Caucasians were uh mocking the Native Americans. But let me tell you something about drums. When you hear some good drums, okay, from Native Americans with African people, you're gonna start to moving and grooving, okay? Yeah, I don't care what type of racist you are. And you you gotta be a soulless person not to move when you hear some good drums going. Okay? All right. Well we're just giving you some uh context. And I still Because I know a lot of people saw that video over the weekend were very angry. I still don't quite know what's going on. I don't on in know one hundred percent, but there's still different sides to the story that we're trying to piece together. That's why I don't react to videos I see on social media anymore because everything is out of context online. Everything. Now Nick Salmon is a high school student that actually was involved in the incident. He's the one that was he said he was confronted by the Native American protester. He said he was getting ready to get on the bus and that's when everything happened. He said the protesters were saying hateful things. They called us racist bigots, white crackers, incest kids, other derogatory terms. He said, I'm not sure what they were protesting. I did not interact with them. I did hear them direct derogatory insults at our school group. So he goes on to say that he was not trying to cause any problems. He was actually just trying to diffuse the situation as well. I didn't hear nobody say this crowd is heavy on the mayonnaise, though. That's the one I was waiting for. Oh, boy. All right, and shout out to Kamala Harris. Senator Kamala Harris is running for president in 2020. She did make that announcement on Monday. Mm -hmm. And here's what she had to say. Truth, justice, decency, equality, freedom, 
democracy. These aren't just words. They're the values we as Americans cherish. And they're all on the line now. The future of our country depends on you and millions of others lifting our voices to fight for our American values. That's why I'm running for president of the United States. I like it. I like it a lot. Yep. All right. I've been wanting to see Kamala throw her hat in the ring for a long time. You think Bernie Sanders is about to throw his hat in the ring again, too? Um, I don't know. But I know if he does, I'm going to give uh, strong consideration to Bernie as well. Because I feel like, you know, we didn't uh, really give Bernie strong enough consideration a couple years ago. You know? All right. I think that we bought into the, oh, he can't win, yada, yada, yada rhetoric. We're going to see what's you know? going to happen. A lot of people are throwing their hat in the ring. I think there's four women so far on the Democratic side of things. Yeah, Let's and go. I see people saying Kamala isn't a progressive prosecutor and they're questioning her criminal justice record. But, I mean, she started things like the Back on Track program, which created job training for nonviolent first-time offenders and diverted people who were largely arrested for crack offenses into jobs, substance abuse treatment. So, I mean, I don't know. She seems progressive to me. All right. Well, that is your front-page news. I'm sure we'll hear from her more. All right, now, when we come back... She was on the Breakfast Club last year, too. She was. If you need a a crash course on who Kamala Harris is, you can go to the Breakfast Club YouTube page and watch that interview. Google it. Mm -hmm. All right, now, 800-585-1051. We were talking Nikki Giovanni behind the scenes. Yes, I saw this clip circulating on uh, uh, Instagram, Uh you know, and I thought it was a very interesting, interesting rhetoric that she was saying. It was a conversation between Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. We have the clip. Of course you can lie to me, and you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me, smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. Because I've caught frowns and the anger. You come on when I catch hell. Because I love you, I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Mm. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? All right, mm. so let's break this down. First of all, it warms my heart to hear Cracker uh, twice in I, I bet it does. four minutes on the break. So wait. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Oh, I guess she's saying, do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home like he's fake happy at work? That's exactly what it is. I because... don't want you to act the same way at home as you do at work. But, I want you to be real happy. But that's the thing, though. She's saying that, you know, you, you sit up in these these white people's face that's kicking your back in, and you smile, and you grin, and you're all happy with them, but then you come home, and you, you, bring, stressed out. you bring that rage Correct. home, and you stress me out because you know I actually love you, and you know I'm going to put up with it. So how are you treating people who don't love you better than you're treating the person you actually love? So she's saying, yo, be fake happy with me too then. If you can be fake happy with them people that hate you, be fake happy with me as well. All right, I well, don't see why there's no middle ground. Though. Why do you have to come home and be uh, fake happy and or either stressed and angry and take it out on me? Why but I do understand what she's saying because yeah. it, it happens a lot and I'm sure it happens with you, Charlemagne. What you mean? Why you got to be sure it happy with, happens because with I'm me? Saying, because you married too. I'm saying You I got paid raised that you take home. You sound to angry me, right now. And I said it happens to you as well. <laughs> you so, didn't say with you. Yes, I did. You're not listening. Oh. <laughs> see, that's your problem. You don't listen. That's what, see, that's what you're Talk to me like my wife. <laughs> See, that's the problem. You don't listen. 800-585-1051. You're stressed out through your work day. And who do you take it out on? Your wife when you I get home. I don't do that. I, I learned a long time ago. You used that, to do it. No, I never have done that. I did. You know what I'm saying? I'd go to therapy. You know, because you just I, started going to therapy. Well, I just feel like it's unfair <laughs> to bring your problems <laughs> home you just went to and put them on the shoulder ago. of your woman. Okay, my, my wife got three kids that she got to take care of. You know, she got a house that she holding down. I don't got time to be bringing my BS home and dumping it on her. I think that's very very unfair. That is so very unfair. Nobody's stressing you at work. 800-585-1054. <laughs> <laughs> what? She said nobody's stressing you at work. I don't have stress at work. Exactly. So this you're not like, going to go home and bring stress home anyway. Exactly. My life is amazing. 
800-585-1051. Do you bring the stress and, and problems that you have at home and your wife? Oh, that's what we're talking about. 800 Do you want to be... Fake happy. You want your spouse to be fake happy there at home? Go. That is the question. Call us up right now. We'll talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Nikki Giovanni. Uh, she had a conversation with Alex Baldwin. And it was James Baldwin. Oh. James Baldwin, I will come over there and fight your ass if you ever <laughs> confuse James Baldwin with Alex Baldwin ever again. And his name is Alex this, Baldwin. I want to throw a chair at him. You just said it wrong. What did you I say? You said, his name is Alex Baldwin. I, what, <laughs> no, uh, yo, I, you, whatever, you, F the white man. Okay, it don't matter if I get the white man's name wrong. But if you ever mistake James Baldwin for Alex, Alex Baldwin ever again, Alex, and we, Alex. we fight. On you gotta radio. say the right name. What's the right name? Oh, I don't is, care. I just so know typical. who James Baldwin is, and that's what matters. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh my God. Well, let's play the clip. Where am I? Of course you can lie to me, and you will if you love me. And you're going off with Maddie someplace. You're lying to me. Cause what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. And why are you gonna be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me. Smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. Because I've caught rounds and the anger. You come on when I catch hell because I love you. I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? So let me ask you, Yee. What? Are you stressed at work and sometimes you gotta... <laughs> Listen, I love the fact that when I'm stressed out, I can tell my boyfriend, but I think it's just how you handle it. Like, I don't take it out on him, but we'll talk about it and then move on. And I think that's a good way to be. And I love when he's able to talk to me about what's going on in his life and be honest about it. And that way I could help him emotionally however that I can. All right. 800-585-1051. Do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home? I mean, my wife wants the real. If I'm upset, if I'm mad, if I'm stressed, if I'm happy, she wants it the real at home. She doesn't care. She doesn't like the fakeness. No, whatever it is, it is. Let's deal with it at home. Listen, the, the only problem I have, honestly, is shutting down because I don't want to vent to my wife. I think it's very unfair to her because we have kids. She's holding the house down. She has a life, too. She's got issues of her own she's probably dealing with. So I don't need to bring my baggage home and put it on her shoulders and stress her out. So I know exactly when Nikki Giovanni is saying. But you don't want to be fake, though. I mean, I don't think it's being fake, but I, I do think it's sucker stuff to treat people who don't care about you better than you treat the person you love. If you can put on a happy face in front of people that you don't like, then you should be able to put on that happy face in front of your, your your significant other. Like, I think it's a way to, you know, vent about what's going on in your life and then but on. still be happy about it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to come home and bring that rage to my wife, you know what I'm saying? I just think it's, I just think it's some real stuck and stuff to treat people but who I, don't care about you better I, than you I'll tell my boyfriend, I'll be like, look, I had a tough day. Why don't we go do something fun so I could take my mind off of that? And it's all good. Yes. But, but it's also, a lot of people are, are, are really stressed out at work. I mean, we, thank God we're not stressed out at work, but there are a lot of people that really have it bad and stressed out and that's going through a lot and that's dealing with a lot. And and sometimes we're very it's, fortunate. Yeah, we're very fortunate. So and sometimes going home, it is tough for them. Yeah, but don't go home and then wild out on your wife because you really want to wild out on your boss. That's misdirected and that, and that anger. That happens a lot, though. I'm and sure no. that happens. And, a lot. I, and that's and honestly, that's whack. I think that's I think that's why this conversation is so important because once again, it's really sucker stuff to treat people who don't care about you better than you treat the person you love. So I think what Nikki Giovanni is saying: if you can smile in these people's face that don't like you, you better bring that same energy home. 
Okay. I just want you to really like me and not just smile and put on a fake face. But it really happens a lot, and I definitely know it happens a lot with people with their family. People take it out on their wife, take it out on their kids. They're mean to their kids because they have nowhere to let that. They, they have nowhere to let it go. They it, get beat pretty much all yes. day long, and then when they go home, they need they need that release. And sometimes and that, I know a lot of people take it out on their. And family. that's why therapy is so important. You got to go find somebody to talk to, invent to, and get this out to, so you don't bring that kind of energy home. Go for a nice run in the park too. That helps. It's too cold. Hello, who's there? Yo, 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 it's Marcus. Hey. Do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home, or are you fake happy at home, bro? I mean, it's the same thing goes with anybody, even y'all, right? If y'all had a rough day at work, and, and who wants to sit there and have someone be fake to them? So, you know how they say, oh, a shoulder to cry on becomes a penis to ride on. I mean, you finish here. I never what? heard that. What <laughs> penis are you talking about? A shoulder to cry on becomes a penis to ride what? on. Get that on a t-shirt yeah. right now for me. <laughs> what? No, basically, okay. basically oh comments in the sense of, if you if 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 you're not confining inside your wife, or if, or if your wife's not confining inside you, she's gonna use it to confine to someone else. Next thing you know, your homie knows all your problems, or 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 her homie knows all her problems, and they're using it against you. And you're wondering, dang, okay, you never come to me for your stress, you never come to me for your issues because they're going to someone else. See, I don't you think that's what Nikki Giovanni is saying. I think Nikki Giovanni is simply saying you in front of these people's face all day that don't like you, but you smile and you're happy, but then you come home and treat me bad because you can because you know I love you. I don't want the least to you. That's all she said. She said, I want you to smile in my face the same way you smile in them people's face. If you can fake it for them, you can't fake it for the one you it love. It sounds like she's talking about someone specific because I have Absolutely. Yeah, because I don't know about that. I want you to feel like I could drop the facade when I come home. 800-585-1051. Do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Nikki Giovanni. She had a conversation with James Baldwin, and this is what she said. Of course you can lie to me, and you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me. Smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. Because I've caught frowns and the anger. You come on when I catch hell. Because I love you. I get least of you. I get, I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? So we're asking, do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home? I don't want my significant other to be fake happy. I want them to be real happy. But to get to real happiness is a process. It's a journey. But don't walk around all day smiling in everybody's face. But when you come home to me, you angry, yelling at me, taking out your frustrations on me. I want the same energy you give the white man. See, but I also think that, you know, in this situation, us up here, we're, we're pretty fortunate. But there's a lot of people out there that hate their jobs that go through a lot. I, I just remember my mom going to work and hating her job, hating her coworkers, hating her bosses, being stressed out. There was nothing she could do because she had to work there, because she had to pay mortgage, had to pay for me, pay for me to go to school. So when she got home, she was stressed the F out. So, Man, I had a job I hated before. And she I had to take to... it out on somebody, so she did have those conversations with me and, and my dad. And sometimes it was taking that stress and relieving that stress, so I understood it. You know, I'm fortunate that I don't have the same thing. It's a difference between having conversations no, with your significant out. other and like just coming home and being downright mean to your significant other because no, you can't be mean. downright mean to the white man. But she wasn't mean, but she was stressed out. And you can understand she wasn't happy, but she was stressed out at times. I had a job that every single morning I woke up, I was like, I should call out sick today. And I couldn't wait to not have to be there anymore. And it, it is stressful when you come home, but I do think it's important for you to be able to discuss things and not be mad at the person you're with, but that's a process too. Yeah, and I mean, listen, being stressed at your job is understandable, but it still doesn't 
doesn't give you the right to go home and scream on your significant other. And I think that's all Nikki Giovanni is but saying. But I don't want to be fake happy because being fake happy is you repressing how you really feel and it's eventually going to come out in some way. Yeah, I don't want you to be fake happy, but... I want you to put on a smiling face the same way you put on a smiling face all day, every day for these people that don't like you. Don't come in this house yelling and screaming at me, balking at me because of what you can't do in the outside world. That's some sucker stuff to me. Hello, who's this? Good morning, DJ Envy. This is Margaret. Hey, I'm a Margaret. girl that lives in Florida. Hey, Margaret. How you doing this morning? Sorry for you. Yeah, I, Charlemagne, you get us every time, and every time I hear a story, I go, oh, my God, we're getting a donkey again. I wouldn't mind being <laughs> in Florida right now, though. Now, we're um, asking, do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home? Well, here's the thing, DJ Envy. I actually posted that piece yesterday, mm-hmm. and in, in the marriage counseling field, there's a conversation around the fact that sometimes our spouse is the one who gets it the worst it's true. because we've given up all of our good energy to the world all day long. And I've been, I'm divorced and I've been through counseling before and I experienced that myself as a person who had a job that required me to be on all day long. When I got home, I was tired of looking at people, talking to people, and we only have so much energy in a day. We do need to be conscious of that. There's a, there's a lot of conversation around leaving enough for the family, leaving enough for the people who love you the most when you get home because it's tough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's what I was saying. Like, the biggest problem I have is when I go home, when I do got some things on my mind, even if I've dumped it all in therapy, I just shut down, which is actually kind of difficult, too, because your wife would be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And you're not talking to her, you know? Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. And because both people uh, in most families work, it's even worse because all of the things that you have, have obligation to, your spouse, your children, managing your household, is like a pressure cooker, and I think that also attributes to the high divorce rate that we see today. Okay, okay. well, thank you for calling, Mama. So, uh, just uh, a quick shout out. I also mm-hmm. am a radio personality. I'm on In Touch News Radio. I have a show on Wednesday called Working Wednesdays. I'm a job coach. My brand is Miss D, the job coach. So, okay. I love you guys. I listen you- to you every day. I follow you guys. I hit you on social media. At Miss D, the job coach. I knew you was in oh, radio. So much. I knew you was in radio the way you kept saying our names. You were like, Absolutely. hey, DJ Envy. Hey, Angela Yee. Hey, Charlemagne the God. And That's thank, a radio thing. And thank you, Mama. You guys have a great day. You too. Hello, who's this? It's Keyshawn. Hey, Keyshawn. Good morning, bro. What's going on with you? Now, we're talking about do you want your spouse to be fake happy at home? Uh, no, nah, I don't want her to be fake happy. Although I understand what the young lady was saying. But, uh, you know, greet her with kindness. That's Nikki Giovanni, sir. She's 75 years old. Not Nikki right. Minaj. Nikki Giovanni. I mean, she was young in that clip, but she's 75 All right. years old. All right. Thank you for the information, Shala. Shala yes. gang. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think she, uh, you know, she made a valid point by, you know what I'm saying, don't bring that stress home to me because I wear, you know, I got to carry the load of it. Greet me with kindness, but she's saying. That's but I real. don't like the fact that, you know, if you ask me and I have to greet you with kindness and I bottle up, bottle my energy up and never share with you, then you'll blame me for not opening up to you. So it kind of like, go. I understand what she's saying, but at the same time, when you're in a relationship, you know, sometimes you're going to have to, it, I think you just have to give it and then release it. Yeah, absolutely time. right. Yeah, that's, my, that's my biggest problem is bottling up. And it's, it's not it's not because I'm bottling up because I don't want to share with my wife. I just don't want to bring that negative energy home. Like sometimes you deal with these hey, things exactly. in the world, you don't want to bring that in your house. You want to let it go for you walk in your crib. But you know what? The thing with my exactly. wife is, thank you for your call, bro. The thing with my wife is she wants to know exactly what's going on. She wants to know what if I'm upset, what's making me happy, what the reason I'm acting. She wants to be a part of it. So whatever goes on in, in, in the world that's good, bad, ugly, whatever, she wants to know. Yeah, but if you came home upset every single day, she'd probably be like, all right now. 
Nah, she would want to know. She but definitely would want to know. I'd be like, oh my God, get it, get over it. I believe in the law of energy, too. Energy mm-hmm. is never lost or destroyed. It's merely transferred from one party to the next. So if I got all this negative energy in me, I'm just trying to release it. Right. I don't want to give it to my wife. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her she can help you release it. Hey, well, <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. You know what, man? Okay, ask me disgusting. what the moral of the story is, please. What's the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story is to love a person is to see all of their magic and to remind them of it when they're forgotten. Sometimes we forget who really loves us and we have to remember that same good energy you give to people who don't like you, then you have to bring that good energy home as well. All right, we got rumors coming up in minutes. Well, since we're talking about work, what would you do for your job? Would you go out of your way to do whatever your boss needed you to do? Like what? I don't like how I don't like what you said. There. Like what? Like Let's talk about what documentary show somebody who is willing to go all the way in. Ooh, whoa, fire! What do boss say? Fire! Fire! Oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, where little Kodak at, man? I ain't seen Yo, little Kodak. I ain't seen little Kodak since the Breakfast Club interview. I seen him in the studio with Khaled. I think a couple days ago, maybe a week ago, he was in the studio with Khaled. So he working? Okay, he working. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club, and, and again, shout out to Ever- there's a lot of people that follow, watch, and listen to us in South Africa. I was there for the last couple of days, so shout to you guys. I had an amazing time, Johannesburg, Durham. It was so great, man. I love it. If you've never been to South Africa and you ever get a chance to go, it's a long flight, but you will enjoy it. You will enjoy the the air, the food, the culture, everything about it you will enjoy. It's, I know a lot of people, when you think of South Africa, they think of Africa, they think of... Uh, everybody would say, is it got like the kids with the flies? No, it's not like that oh, at God. all. It's not, I swear, this is like my eighth time going. I enjoy it so much. I go two, three times a year. I really, really love it. If you get a chance, you get to experience it. Please go. You, you, it's something. something like no other. I already told you. As soon as iHeart uh, starts iHeart Africa, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'll be over there setting up shop. You ain't got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Right there in South Africa. Absolutely. If it's a Tuesday that feels like a Monday because of the holiday weekend. Yeah. I keep thinking today's Monday and forgetting things I was supposed to do today. Like, oh, that's right. It's Tuesday. But I was in New Orleans over the weekend. Uh, it was a great time to be in New Orleans at first, and then it wasn't. After they actually lost, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they said you were the, they said you were the bad luck charm. They said I was they took not you to the, the bad game luck charm. It they, was actually the refs' fault that the Saints lost. It felt like they were going to win. It was a home game. Everybody was extra hype. Uh, walked over to the stadium from my hotel. It was amazing. People chanting, yelling, screaming. A lot of gold sequins, and then bang. Overtime. Well, lost. that's the way life works. Yeah. And congratulations to y'all. We won uh, uh, Best Multicultural Podcast at the iHeartRadio Award, iHeart Podcast Award this past Friday. Where's the award? Which, which Why I, is it multicultural? I have no idea. I guess that's their way of saying black. Best but, black podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was hosting it with Bobby Bones and my man Mario Lopez. I didn't even know the Breakfast Club was a podcast until I looked on the iTunes charts and saw it's like top five and some category, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people didn't comedy. know. I didn't know it was a podcast either. Some people were like, a podcast? You guys are a syndicated yeah, show. Know. And they said you got offended when Chelsea Handler called the show a podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that <laughs> fight might have been fixed. I don't know if we deserved best multicultural podcast. Who'd right? you think, give it to? I think, take it. I think two dope queens was in that category. I think the Reed was in that category. I would have definitely mm-hmm. gave it to one of them over us. But... Life isn't fair, people, you know, okay? <laughs> we work here. We work in yeah, iHeart. I'm sorry. It's the first annual. You Where is the award? You should have showed up. Did they give you one? I guess they're going to You know, we get awards it. for a lot of stuff, and they never actually give us the award. You they, had something, in your, or they just gave it to you, you had to get they it back? They hand it to you there, you give it back, then they yes, tell you they're going right. to send it, and they never send yes, it. Yes, but uh, every, I'm, 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 I, am, I am almost certain that next year the iHeart Podcast Awards will be super popping. Where was it? It was in Burbank, California at the iHeart Radio Theater. All right. Yes. Oh, the theater at the station. 
Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Whole fight was fixed, but so what? <laughs> Drop one of Clues bombs for goddamn the iHeart Podcast hey. Awards. We won, baby! Hey. Yeah, oh right. my gosh. Hey. We won, damn it. All right. Okay. Well, we got rumors on the way. Well, over the weekend, after I got back from my celebratory birthday weekend with Larry Murrow in New Orleans, I was like, let me watch this Fire Festival documentary. There's two of them out one on Netflix, one on Hulu. I don't have Hulu, so I watched the one on Netflix. There's two different ones? Yeah, there's two different ones. There's the Fire Fraud one, and then there's this Fire Festival one. Now, the one on Hulu it actually interviews Billy McFarlane, who's one of the founders alongside Ja Rule of the Fire Festival, but they paid him for that interview. Netflix opted not to pay him, so he's not interviewed on this one. But there's a lot of great information. I mean, there was a lot. We actually almost endorsed the festival, just so y'all know, but we almost Who flew out there. We almost endorsed it. Nah, not me. Listen, one of our salespeople, Joe, was in talks with, with them. <laughs> not with me. For us to endorse it. You and Envy. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know nothing about it no fire. It looked good at first, and no, then they didn't. started falling apart. I don't apart. know what you're talking about. No, it so didn't. It's, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. One That's of the most no disastrous idea. festivals, and you can watch everything <laughs> unravel as you watch this documentary. But one thing stood out to me. Well, a couple of things stood out to me, and we'll get into that uh, during the rumors. Just imagine your boss asked you to do something as despicable as what Billy asked one of his employees to do. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Fire Festival. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, I was waiting for this documentary to come out, and this was all on the Fire Festival. If you guys remember everything that happened with this, uh, basically things spiraled out of control when Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule, who were co-founders of Fire, actually tried to plan this huge concert in the Bahamas in Exuma, Great Exuma, and they just weren't prepared for the people that were supposed to come. It was a very high-end event. Uh, prices for these villas that the people were promised and this luxurious event just uh, actually ended up being a disaster. For There's people a place who, in the Bahamas called Eczema? Great Eczema. Eczema is an island. I bet you the and he said that it was uh, Pablo. Shut I think up. he said Pablo Escobar used to own it. That's what Billy McFarlane was mm. uh, promoting it as. So as everybody tried to go to Fire Festival, things went left, and the people who were working on the festival from behind the scenes talked about how they were running out of money and how it just wasn't possible to pull it off in the amount of time that they needed. In particular, one man, Andy King, he's an event production planner from New York, talked about how uh, Billy McFarlane, who was his boss, wanted him to get this $175,000 custom fee waived. Here was the plan. We had four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. And of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. You're our wonderful gay leader, and we need you to go down. Will you suck to fix this water problem? What? And I literally drove home, took a shower, I, I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really, and I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. Wow. Don't threaten Andy with a good time. He was really, <laughs> wow. Is that crazy that he really thought that he was going to have to do that and was ready to do it? Okay, listen. Wow. Let's Let me hear this. Let's get, let's hear this. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Billy asked Andy a question. Correct. He gave him a choice. He told him what the situation was. Okay. He told him what he needed to do to handle the situation. Andy was ready to do it. I don't see the problem. Would you do it? I don't think anybody's boss should ask them to do something like that. You didn't answer. I agree with that, but he did. 
that's and, and Andy, like that's and Andy decided that he wanted to do it. I don't. He gave him a choice. How is that a crime? Would you he have done the it? Pressure. That's crazy. You didn't answer again. Go ahead. You. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even entertaining this. I'm just asking a question. Well, one thing that touched people's he hearts was one woman who says that she ended up having to pay over fifty thousand dollars from her own savings or her entire savings. Hold on. Now did Andy suck the penis or no, what? Is that all you care about? Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> he didn't end up having to do it because they had a good conversation and they said you could pay after. Firehead. Fire. It's fire. 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 No R. Fire. Fire. That was Duval said. That was Duval talking about. The fire. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now, one thing that <laughs> touched so a lot of people was a woman who lost her whole life savings, $50,000. Uh, she was feeding festival workers and fans that were stranded on the island. And she said that Ja Rule should pay her because... The festival was a disaster, and she never got paid. So just imagine she owns this restaurant. She's feeding these workers out of her own pocket, thinking that she is going to get paid after the fact, and it never happened. Marianne Roll said this. I feel from the bottom of his heart he is sorry, because I, I don't know if he was aware of the pain and hard work that I went through, because, you know, he was in the front line of everything. If he's sorry, he should be donating something to me, because sorry is more than a word, it's an action. I would hope he donates $100,000 so I can bless some hiding folks here in the Bahamas who has worked all so hard. Jaru, if you don't get down there and perform always on time, if you don't get down there and throw a free concert immediately, you and Ashanti better do Foolish and What's My Name and all that other good stuff immediately. Well, the fortunate thing is that Damn. she has raised almost $200,000 in a GoFundMe to oh, get so back. Oh, so she got her bread back. Yes. Now, after this documentary, people saw it and felt bad because just imagine she's trying to do the right thing and now she lost everything. Scan through that GoFundMe right now and see if there's a Jeffrey Atkins. That is donated stop a little it. change. Yeah, people gonna they actually stop did it. look to see. Now, Ja Rule took the <laughs> did, he, did my guy Ja donate? Did he, did he donate? I, so far, it didn't seem that he had. Ja, ja! What are you doing? Now, he was on Twitter. He said, I love how people watch a doc and think they have all the answers. I had an amazing vision to create a festival like no other. I would never scam or fraud anyone. What sense does that make? And you still don't know ish. And, you know, people are telling him he should have been charged, too. And he said, it'd be your own people. And then he said, Hulu paid Billy. That money should have went to the people in the Bahamas. Netflix paid uh, Jerry, which is a company that also did all the promo for the festival. The docs clearly have Billy at fault, but let's blame the, the rapper, LMAO, OK. Did Andy get paid, though? Actually, Andy didn't end paying? up getting all his money, to be truthful. He okay. discusses that as well. Yeah, how did he get his money and nobody else got paid? I said he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, they didn't get their full money. Nobody did. I just oh, okay. love how Billy told Andy, "You, I got you. You got to take a big. You got to do a big favor for me." Now, Ja Rule said, <laughs> "I, I never made or got paid one dollar from Fire, but everyone else did. I too was hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray." I believe that. I believe he was bamboozled. Somebody I, I making a lot of money off this fire festival. I don't think he would have did that on purpose. Well, Billy's in jail. Well, somebody making money off these documentaries. I know yes, that much. Yes, they are. Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, but somebody got to have the rights to it. They can't just make these documentaries. You they paid them. You yes, said they you paid can. all those people. Where did they get the footage from? The footage had to come well, from somebody. Well, you know what? They, they said there was people. definitely, a, if you watch the documentary, mm -hmm. there was definitely an insider who was recording things and phone conversations, and they had a whole website dedicated to what was going on behind the scenes that only a top level executive would have known about. They knew it was going Somebody got paid. Somebody that was involved with that fire festival got paid for these documentaries. And I do believe with the um, with one of the documentaries, one of the uh, companies that was involved in the festival actually also was involved in producing it. So mm. yes. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. For the record, all that to say, you guys should watch the doc. And all that to say, Andy can get a job anywhere. Why? Because he's willing to go above and beyond the call of booty to get to get things done. Fire.
It's No R. You know what? Who you giving your donkey to? Well, Mike Pence. Oh, yeah. All right. Has he got fired? I don't know. Might give me conversion shock therapy. Yes, Mike Pence. All right. to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right, Charlamagne's going to give it to him when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This going to be a donkey because right now you want some real donkey it's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. It's the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, January 22nd goes to Vice President Mike Pence. Now, Mike Pence was on CBS News trying to convince America that his boss, our celebrity-in-chief, Donald Trump, deserves funding for this wall that he wants to build. Now, hey, if America needs border security, cool. I'm not against it. But let's be clear. The only reason Donald Trump wants this wall is because it will be the only promise he's kept to his supporters, his base, since being in the White House. Okay, it's a symbol at the end of the day. And the whole government is shut down because of it. It's amazing how Trump can be so concerned about securing America's borders, but not realize that because of the government shutdown, security at America's airports is weak. Isn't that making us more vulnerable to terrorist attacks? Mm. Anyway, Mike Pence was on CBS News, and he likened Donald Trump to the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. And even used the Martin Luther King Jr. quote to push for this damn border wall. Let's hear it. So what the president directed us to do is to reach out with rank and file Democrats in the House and in the Senate. And what the president presented yesterday really is an effort to bring together ideas from both political parties. I, th I think it is an act of statesmanship mm -hmm. on the president's part. And honestly, you know, the hearts and minds of the American people today are thinking a lot about it being the weekend where we remember the life and work of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But one of my favorite quotes from Dr. King was, now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. You think of how he changed America he inspired us to change through the legislative process to become a more perfect union. That's exactly what President Trump is calling on the Congress to do. Come to the table in a spirit of good faith. All right. Listen, uh, the Washington Post has a great article I read yesterday written by Dana Milbank titled The Uncanny Similarities Between President Donald Trump and Martin Luther King Jr. Sarcasm, ladies and gentlemen, but I'll read a few. Uh, she said, J. Edgar Hoover's FBI investigated King. James B. Comey's FBI is investigating Trump. The National Security Agency eavesdropped on Martin Luther King Jr. Trump said he had his phone tapped by President Barack Obama. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote the famous letter from Birmingham jail. Many of Trump's former advisors are facing jail time. Martin Luther King Jr. was stabbed, stoned, firebombed, and shot, but Donald Trump believes no politician in history, and he says this with great surety, has been treated worse or more unfairly. Martin Luther King Jr. imagined little black boys and girls would be holding hands with little white boys and girls. Donald Trump declared, look at my African-American over here. All right. Dana uh, pointed out several more things in this Washington Post article. You should go read it. I just wanted to reference a few. Now, I understand it was MLK Jr. Day, so Mike Pence wanted to be on brand with the day. Okay, but no. All right. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was defined by civil disobedience. Trump thinks it's embarrassing for the country to allow protesters. All right. King believed passionately in nonviolence. Trump promised to pay the legal fees of people who knocked the crap out of protesters at his events. I am almost certain. Okay, that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would not approve of Trump's border wall because I don't see him wanting to put up a wall keeping out poor dark-skinned people. But that's just me, okay? As Martin Luther King Jr.'s son, Martin Luther King III said, 
Now, Martin Luther King Jr. was a bridge builder, not a wall builder. It's simple, all right? One was a leader that built bridges. Another is a leader that wants to build a wall. Nah, Mike Prince. Give Vice President Mike Pence the biggest hee-haw, please. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about the Fire Festival. Ah! And this uh, young man was asked something a little uh, crazy by his boss. Let's hear it. We had four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. And, of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. You're our wonderful gay leader, and we need you to go down. Will you suck to fix this water problem? And I literally drove home, took a shower. I, I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really, and I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. So 800-585-1051, what's the most over-the-top thing that your job has asked you to do? <laughs> Nothing like that. What about you, Yee? Um, oh my gosh, I mean, when I was an intern, oh it wasn't boy. nothing over the top, but it would always be like little things that I felt like, why am I uh, picking up dry cleaning and walking dogs and doing stuff like that? But I don't think that's over the top. That's just going above and beyond, but not like what Andy King was asked. No one's ever asked me to do that. What about you, Charlemagne? I used to work for Wendy like, Williams, so I could write a book. He's like, similar story. No. <laughs> it's a similar story. Just tell us one. Similar no. to Andy. You have to suck what? Yeah, no. <laughs> Who's what? Nope. Give, give me a few years. I'll write a book. Okay. Is that mouthwash? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but um, I think here at Power was uh, Whoa. When, we had Whoa. To, when we had to go up in that, well, I had to go up in that uh, crane thing to oh, go the on crane, the, the yeah. billboard. Our first billboard we got. They, first, to go yeah, they first put our first billboard up, and I had, I'm definitely afraid of heights. And had to go up in that big ass crane to go to the top of that billboard. I didn't have to do you it. You felt like you couldn't say no. They, nah, they asked me to do it. And I made a choice. That's why I don't see the problem even with you know Billy asking Andy to take one <laughs> big thing a for the big team. Big difference between going up in a crane and giving someone oral sex. But he told Andy the problem. He right. told him the solution, and Andy made a choice. We got to stop acting like adults don't have choices. If I would be, if I was Andy, I'd be offended that Billy. Now, let me know, ask you this. That Billy, know I'm ready to suck. You <laughs> can't see that. If Billy would have asked a woman to do that, would that have been Very issue? disrespectful. Okay, so why is that okay that he asked? It's not okay. It's not okay. Clearly he know Andy. It's not okay. <laughs> Clearly, Clearly he know, Andy. He know what Andy it about. It doesn't matter. It's not <laughs> okay. I've, I've never been asked to do anything crazy, but I did ask an intern to do something crazy. Yeah, I remember time. that. That was disrespectful. What did you ask I, the intern I asked. To do? She had a choice. Before anybody takes it so far, remember, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> calm down. It sounds crazy. I stepped in dog poop. You remember that? And we had a photo shoot, and I asked her, was she kindly... We did not have a photo shoot. Was she kindly... Clean my sneaker. He made her clean the poo off of his sneakers. Who hurt sneakers. you, Andy? So disrespectful. <laughs> who hurt you? Who, who did that to you? And that then you he felt was like, like well, I gave her $10. Who hurt you? I gave him more than 10 But I asked. Like, we had to do a show. We were live. We didn't have anything to do. You we just, was on air. You just stepped in dog poo and asked someone to do that. We didn't have a shoot. There was who no show. You? Nobody hurt me, but I, 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 I said thank you. Listen, I think that, if anything, Billy would be fired for asking something inappropriate, Right. That's an no, well, he can't get fired. No, He's the boss. Well, yeah, but I'm saying that's still an inappropriate request. Like, that's something that you could report you can't ask to that. HR. Yes, absolutely. But if I ask you to do it, if you're my employee and I ask you to do it, and you decide you want to do it, that's kind of like, I gave, you, I gave you a choice. I didn't put a gun in your head. You can't do that. Let's go to the phone. That's not in my job description. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, y'all? Good morning. My name's Lenny, man. Leonard. 
Now, uh, what's the most over-the-top thing your job asked you to do, bro? Yo, back in the day, I used to work for Burger King and whatnot, and this lady had came in. She had mad kids, so one of her uh, her child, her son went to the bathroom. He was in there for a minute. You know, she was talking about he didn't feel good or whatnot. I think he had a stomach virus. So he had came out and told her he had an accident, so I'm thinking either he uh-uh. peed or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's crazy. So I go in the bathroom. He didn't threw up, and he didn't all over the toilet. So my boss is like, well, you know, customers are coming in. I'm going to need you to clean that up. And I'm like, yo, y'all bugging. I quit right then and there. You ain't clean it up? Yo, come on. Come on, MVB series. Damn. Okay. We working now. We working now. I work for a plant called Shaw. Let me ask you a question. Why uh-uh. you couldn't clean up that little boy dookie, dookie? I wouldn't want to do that either. That's just... Look, Charlemagne, look. It wasn't no little bit of dookie. He had a stomach virus. Oh, so got you, got you. everywhere and then turn around and doodle everywhere. Was cleaning Dookie and throw up in your job description? No. No, it wasn't. I was there to make fries and flip burgers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, got you. True, true, <laughs> true. true. Now clean up doo-doo. 800-585-1051. What's the most over-the-top thing your job asks you to do? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking to Fire Festival. Fire, fire, fire. Now, uh, during the fire festival, uh, this young man was asked to do something. Andy was asked by Billy. Why do you call Billy. him a young man? He's I like say their names. Andy was asked by Billy. <laughs> Andy was asked by Billy to suck some, <laughs> to take one big thing for the team. Right. Well, here, let's play the audio. We had four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. And, of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. You're our wonderful gay leader, and we need you to go down. Will you suck to fix this water problem? And I literally drove home, took a shower. I I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really, and I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. So the question is 800-585-1051. What's the most overtop thing that your job has asked you to do? I think I would be offended if Andy was offended. Andy didn't sound offended at all. Like, Andy told us how he got ready. Like, did we have to know he went home and got mouthwash? I know, it was very specific. Does mouthwash make the experience better? Uh, Why you want to know? I'm just asking. Okay. (laughs) That's respectful. Goggle, Goggle before you do that to me. Hello, who's this? This is Terrica. Hey, Terrica. What's the most over-the-top thing that your job asked you to do? Deal with irate customers and employees. Where you work at, first of all? At Kelly Services. Okay, so that's part of your job every day, though. Right, exactly. So you customer service? Yes. That ain't too crazy. That, that ain't crazy. You ask you to do your job? That's a hard job, though. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. They're asking you to do your job. It's customer service. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? Faster. Hey, what's up, man? What's the most over-the-top thing your job asked you to do? Um... Well, it didn't really ask me. I guess you could say I took the initiative. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, check it out. We were overseas, right? Uh-oh. There's this really, really mean lady. Oh, boy. not letting us get our job done, basically. Uh, I'm probably about 23, 24 at the time. She's probably, you know, 49, 50-ish. Um, well, anyway, to make her happier, I guess you'd say, and, you know, let us get our job done, you know, I went ahead. You know, knocked her rocks off a couple of times. You took it down? After that, man, every... Yeah, I, well, yes, yes, let's call it. <laughs> so she gets... So, so you, had, you had a choice. You had a choice. Yes, yes, I did. And, and you I, chose to sleep with like that it. woman. Yes, I did. All right, then. Yes, so don't, don't act like that's some over-the-top thing. My goodness. All right, bro. Brooke. Yo. What's the most over-the-top thing your job asked you to do, bro? They told me not to let any black people in the club. Oh, no. And the thing is, I was the only black person that worked there. Damn, what club was this? 
This was Ainsworth on um, 11th and 3rd. Damn. So that's crazy. So what did you do? Did you stay working there or did you quit? Tell the truth. Well, the dude, the dude, the dude that put me on, I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna make him look bad because you know he gave me the job there. So I told him I was about to leave. I'm like, nah, I'm leaving. And he told me not to let no black people in. So he was just bummed out. He was like, yo, do what you gotta do. But in the same breath, I can afford not to work at a spot like that. I didn't know if he could. So I was just more like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick it out. But I told him I, I don't ever want to work there again. And he understood. But that was just crazy to me. Wow, that's crazy. And I've been to that Ainsworth. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's no good. Damn. Okay, good to know. All right, thank you, bro. All right, what's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know what the moral of the story is. The moral is. of the story is you should not have to put yourself in a compromising position for your job. That ever. I agree with. I always, I always feel that way. I feel like you should never put yourself in a compromising position for a position. Going above and beyond is different than uh, actually compromising your morals. I do think Billy and Andy's situation is just a tad bit different. Why? Only because, Only because Billy called Andy. He didn't pressure Andy. He didn't tell Andy you're going to get fired if you don't do X, Y, and Z. He told Andy the situation, told him what can fix the situation, and Andy went home and gargled and was ready to go. My goodness. That's just a little bit different to me. All right, guys. All right. All he right. don't sound offended. He's not, did he get offended in that? I didn't he see the documentary. He's kind of shocked, and he also sounded like he couldn't believe himself. I, I'm just I'm mad that Andy didn't ask no questions because I need to know who. What, what question would you ask? I want to know who did Billy negotiate with? Did they? Like, ask, how do you know this is even going to work? Did they, yeah. Did they ask? Did they ask? Because imagine he went and did that, and then they still didn't release the water. Yes. Whoa. Hey, if I don't, if I don't release, <laughs> this water don't get released. This water don't get released. <laughs> okay. You guys are disgusting, man. We got rumors on the way. Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about Cardi B versus Tommy Lauren. You know whose side we're on. I mean, the fight is fixed here, but uh, ridiculousness. Also, Adrian Broner versus Manny Pacquiao. Find out what happened after the fight. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. This is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, who was the fight over the weekend? Adrian Broner versus Manny Pacquiao. I've seen it. Looks like Adrian Broner didn't do such a great job. I didn't see the fight. He got his ass. He got handled. Pacquiao kicked his ass. Okay, well, Adrian Broner, of course, was not happy about that. And after the fight, he had an opportunity to discuss with Showtime's Jim Gray, and here's what happened. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. Less than eight punches was the most punches that you had in the round, and it seemed as though you couldn't get it close enough. Like, it already sounded like you was against me. So I already ain't, I already, I already ain't got a fair fact. shake talking to you. But let me talk something. Let me let y'all know. I want to thank the whole hood who came out here. I love y'all. I did this for the hood. Y'all know I beat that boy. What they trying to do is they trying to get that money again with Pacquiao and um, Floyd, but it's cool. Listen, that was scary to watch. It was it was scary because as I'm watching that fight, I'm watching Adrian look at the clock as if all I got to do is make it through this round. He was at, in his corner asking his people, I won that round, right? I won that round, right? To be so delusional to think you won that fight is scary. Like, it's scary. It to, is. It's, it's scary to think, to, to know sad. that there's people out there who who don't see reality the way the rest of us see No, it's reality. sad because he has talent. And didn't Jay-Z offer him $50 million at one time? I forgot how much it was. And he but... told Jay-Z to SMD? Uh, that yep. was terrible. Uh-huh. Well, he also had this to say about who he could be in a fight right now. You're 3-3-1 three, three, and one in your last seven fights. What will you do next? Hey, I'm 3-3-1 three, three, in my last seven, but I'll be 7-0 seven, no against you. Whoa. That means absolutely nothing, Adrian Broner. And if we're being technical, he's lost two of his last fights and he had a draw. 
Yeah, so yeah, the last three fights were two losses and a draw. Yeah. He said, I will be champion again. I feel great. I'm going back to the gym. And until my next fight date, I'm going to spend some of these M's I just made. Hashtag still winning. Adrian Broner got one more probably big fight on a big stage. And that's that people might fall for that. Like maybe a, you think so? a Keith Thurman match or something like that. Mm. Other than that, nah. Isn't Keith Thurman fighting this weekend? Is he? I don't know. I thought so. I don't know. All right, now <laughs> let's discuss Tiffany Haddish. She was at the post-fight uh, press, the press conference they had after the fight, and she actually made Adrian Broner laugh, even though he just lost. Tiffany Haddish saw such news. She read. What up, buddy? Gang, 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 gang. Question for you. Yeah. Can you hook your girls up with a fashion over outfit? You got whatever you want, man. Hey, and I'm gonna let you know. Just like I came out performed, and I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get the uh. Tiffany's like, look, I got booed. You got beat. It's a difference. Okay. <laughs> he is wearing Fashion Nova, though. A lot of Fashion Nova in there. I'm sure they cut the check. Is, is, you know, I'm he, sure. He was wearing Fashion Nova and, Go and Goose Country. No, he wore Fashion Nova in the ring, too. He did, in the oh. ring, yeah, in the way. But is that a good endorsement when you lose? <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah. Publicity, people talking about it. Is it a good endorsement when you lose? People talking about it. That's all that matters. And just so you know, Keith Thurman is fighting this weekend. Yes, really? At the Barclays in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. FYI. All right, Manny Pacquiao's house got broken into also during the fight. <laughs> Broner gonna get that belt one way or the other, day. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Vegas, of course, at the time. You know what they do? They check it out and see, because this mm -mm -mm. is in L.A., they know he's not gonna be around. Gang, so. gang. That's the time that stuff like that okay, happens. Okay, you beat my guy, we're going to rob your house. Sheesh. Okay, Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda is in talks now with Disney. He's going to be writing an animated musical which features a young Latina heroine. So that should be pretty nice. Um, you know, forget uh, Cinderella, Snow White, and all of that. Now we could possibly have a beautiful young Latina heroine. Okay. True. All right, so Drop we'll keep you updated. for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. I'm here for that. Miranda. <laughs> What'd I say? Miranda. <laughs> I did? Yeah. Miranda. All right, now. It's too late now. Let's talk about Cardi. Sex in the City? Cardi B versus Tommy Lauren. <laughs> now, Cardi B had posted this Instagram about uh, Donald Trump and the shutdown. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch. For healthcare, so your grandma could check her blood pressure, and you bitches could go check your in the gynecologist with no mother problem. Our country is in a hellhole right now, all for a wall. I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But bitch, I'm scared. What she say wrong? Nothing. But Tommy Lawrence said, "Looks like Cardi B is the latest genius political mind to endorse the Democrats." Ha! Keep it up, guys. Hashtag MAGA 2020. Well, Cardi B responded, "Leave me alone. I will dog walk you." There you go. Mad people's googling dog walking over the weekend. Yeah, Listen, so <laughs> I wish people would learn from me. We have to stop making people like Tommy Lawrence. That's what famous. she wanted. She wanted to say something exactly. about Cardi B so that Cardi B would respond. So She's then that helps her followers. She feeds off this kind of attention. That's why she adds all these people in hopes that they will respond. This is what keeps her relevant. Cardi did something this week that I love. She used her platform to big up Sean King. Tamika Mallory. Mm -hmm. She even put me and Snoop in there in regard to the people who be saying things we need to hear. Let's do more of that as opposed to feeding the trolls like uh, Tommy.
Right, because she feeds off of that. She loves it. Like a gremlin. Okay, Erica Badu. <laughs> Don't feed her after midnight. Don't tweet her after midnight, okay? Erica Badu had to explain some comments that she made when she was performing in Chicago. She stopped a performance at one point and said this about R. Kelly. I don't know how everybody else feel about it, but I'm, I'm putting up a prayer right now for R. I hope he sees the light of day if he's done all those things that we've seen on TV. I got you to share that 20 years ago. I hope he sees the light of day. Come on now. Would y'all say, it. That's not love. What if one of the people that no. assaulted by Hi, R. Kelly grows up to be an offender? We're going to crucify them? I mean, how do we do this? Oh, no, this is not. Now, let me play White Devil's advocate for a minute. Go ahead. Didn't Erica send a tweet out? What was the tweet she said? Yeah, she uh, cleared it up in a tweet because obviously she got a lot of backlash. Mm -hmm. Anything having to do with that. She said, I love you unconditionally. That doesn't mean I support your poor choices. I want healing for you and anyone you have hurt as a result of you being hurt. Is that strange to you? That's all I've ever said. Anything else has been fabricated or taken out of context. I, I understand what she's saying. And people confuse me being mad at Erica Badu because Christianity is the largest religion in America, right? Isn't that the Christian way? Isn't that what the Bible tells you to do? Yeah, love your enemies, pray for those who hurt you, forgive those who attack, be kind to well, all. She didn't say forgive them. Not return evil for evil. Evil, do she good to healing. those who hate yeah, she you. She didn't say forgive them now. Well, I, I, well same difference. It does practice forgiveness. But, but isn't that all under that whole umbrella of Christianity? I think people don't want R. Kelly to be seen as a victim, regardless of what happened to him in his life. It doesn't justify. I think his part behavior. of it is that he also hasn't acknowledged that he's done anything wrong. Yeah, you can't forgive somebody that's, that can't that's acknowledge That's the main thing. He won't even wrong. say, okay. I was wrong for this. I, too, was a victim and realized that I'm wrong. He still has women in the house. That's just, what the real issue I agree. is. It just bugs me out when I see people who, like, worship the Bible and, they, you know, that the Bible says, I think, uh, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who persecute you. Like, it's all under that umbrella of forgiveness and whatever. I just, I just think it's weird when they attack Erica, but then... Open their Bibles. And okay, and just so y'all know, the Oscar nominations are in. They just got released. The what? Oscar nominations. Oh. oh, we yeah. can tell you about that after the mix. Tracy Ellis Ross got 24. Well, she was nominated in 24 categories. Tracy Ellis Ross got 24 Oscar nominations? Or not, it says nominations. And I'm just what not getting What movie was Tracy Ellis Ross in? Oh, yeah, Oscar nominations? Let's, let's talk about it when we come back. We'll, let's get all the information when we get back. All right, Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Let's go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now the Oscar nominations are in. Yes, actually, Tracy Ellis Russ was revealing what the Oscar nominations were, so okay. she let yeah, you know. Because I was like... For, I, know, I was like, what movie was she in? I was like, what in? movie was Tracy Ellis Ross in that she got 24 nominations? That's what happens. I got this information in real time. All right, so it, um, they're saying Bohemian Rhapsody got a lot of nominations. They're going ahead without a host. Obviously, we knew that for mm -hmm. the first time in nearly three decades after Kevin Hart stepped down. Mm -hmm. So, for Best Picture, we have Black Panther, A Star is Born, Roma, The Favorite, Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, and Black Klansman. For Best Actress, Glenn Close for The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Yalitza Aparicio for Roma, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, and Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Best Actor, Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, William Defoe, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, and Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. So those are some okay. of the biggest categories. I don't give a damn about the Oscars. <laughs> I will not be watching. I, could, when is, I don't even know when the Oscars Black comes Black Panther on. got nominated, though. You don't want to see Black Panther win some Oscars? I saw Black Panther 20 times. <laughs> I watched it four in the theaters, and I've watched it 16 times at home. 
Okay. <laughs> Why so many? You loved it that much? Yes. They got nominated for Best Original wow. Score, Best Original Song category. A guy owned the soundtrack. So regardless of whether or not they win a gold statue from the white man, Black Panther is an amazing movie Do you, to me. Do you wear the costume all the time when you watch it? It seems like you do. Nah. I like Black Panther. I mean, I'm a Marvel head. I watch all those movies. When's the last time you put the costume on, bro? Um, I don't. I'm getting a mannequin to put in my uh my man cave downstairs. I'm, I'm, so I'm getting the mannequin, and I'm going to dress the costume up in the mannequin. Same thing with my Iron Man costume from last year, too. So I'm going to have Black Panther in one corner, Iron Man in the other corner. And I'm trying to get me a life-size storm. So if anybody out there has a life-size storm life statue, mm -hmm. I will buy it. Okay? <laughs> How much? I, I mean, you know. What you going to do for it? What you going to start? I know somebody that got one. For real? <laughs> what you going to do for it? I got to do what Andy was offering. <laughs> That's right. You got to do what Andy You going to do what Andy was supposed to do? I might for a storm statue. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> for a storm, a storm statue, I might. Oh, my goodness. All right. Positive note when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out again to everybody out in South Africa that uh, listens and watches us on YouTube. I had a great time out there. All right. And shout out to my guy, Larry Murrow. You know, I do my birthday party with him every single year in Larry. New Orleans. It's always absolutely crazy. This year, Meek Mill was there and Fab was there um, hosting as well. So it was, I'm still recovering. Shout out to Larry. Hey, listen, salute to I got to detox after all that good food in New Orleans. I was like, anything I'm not supposed to eat, I'm eating it this weekend. <laughs> and salute to uh, iHeartRadio. They had their first ever iHeart Podcast Awards this past Friday. Uh, I hosted that with my man Bobby Bones and Mario Lopez and Holly Fry. And it was a great event. And I know that next year, everybody and their mama is going to want to be at the iHeart Podcast Awards. Because I, 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 that's, that's, that right there is like solidifying podcasts. There's a real... Medium, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, is you? They're awarding people in that space who deserve to be awarded. Now, I feel like they should have had a best hip hop podcast category because I feel like Joe Budden should have been nominated and Nori should have been nominated with Drink Champs. I feel like It's the Real and uh, Rap Radar should have been nominated, but we can work on that for next year. But uh, congratulations to us. Yeah, we won because we won best multicultural I'm, I'm podcast. I didn't even know. See, see, it's kind of cheating with us though because we do radio. So we still work hard, though. Yeah, but we do radio, and then they turn the radio show into a podcast. So therefore, you know. The, what? We, we, we won. We have a lot of things that cause people to go listen to our podcast. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm talking about, I think that award should have went to somebody who actually does podcast for a living all the time. We do podcasts for a living all the time. Yeah, but none of our podcasts were nominated. And we were in the same category with The Read and Two Dope Queens. Two dope queens in the so, read podcast, so, way more popping than Breakfast Club. Give you a trophy back. Why? He didn't have it. <laughs> life isn't fair. I want to pass this on. Now, life isn't fair. Life isn't fair. You think if I was the, you think the Rams are out here saying, hey, yeah, let the Saints go to the Super Bowl. We need to pass interference. No. Sometimes things don't go your way. See. All right? I'm with you. And happy birthday to Michaela. Hey, yes. happy born day, Michaela. She's a singer. She works up here, and uh, it's her birthday. I don't know what the hell Michaela does. She sings. That's my niece. She's no, a nice, up here, he meant. She's a nice oh. young lady. I, I like Michaela a lot. She's happy an executive day. assistant, right? Yes. She's, yeah, I don't really mess with her, though, too much, because she went to Howard, though, but... Oh, my God, stop she, it. She's 26 we, years old. cool, though. I'm going to tell you what. If Kamala Harris becomes the first... Black woman president of the United States of America. First, she'd be the first woman president, but right. first black woman president. Right. That's the most famous alumni from Howard ever, and Hampton's done out here. Yeah, you're right. Like, y'all done. Like, you ain't even got nothing to say. Every time you argue with somebody from Howard, all they got to be like, yeah, but we got the first black woman president, though. You're right. Then what can you say? I'm just going to start putting some Howard stuff up here next to my Hampton stuff. You ain't got no choice. And then just start saying Your HBCU. president is from Howard University, possibly. 
Woo, that's hard for that would be hard for a Hampton alumni. I'm voting for it too. You don't have to. You can be real petty. H U H U. And then when she loses by like 500 votes, you like H U. You stupid man. Yeah, we got the positive note. Oh, the positive note is simply this on this fine Tuesday. Uh, the first step to getting what you want is having the courage to get rid of what you don't. But what you gonna do for that storm costume, though? Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs>